It's time for Two Birds and One Stoner with me, Mr. Trey. That feel-good show to get you going. I woke up so We're not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. You see, I got all my game from the streets of California. Young I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what we smoke weed, we're just having fun. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. My mind, they say. You could ask yourself an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? This gift is a curse. Forget the earth. He's got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid. Maybe we can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing. I know I was meant to do this, and no one's going to argue that. He said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Successful. America, good morning, America, good afternoon, America. It just depends on where you're at, world, America, all my peoples out there. And that's right, it's your boy, Mr. Trey, from the Two Birds and One Stoner show. It's right, it's Two Birds and One Stoner, and it is a beautiful day. And today, my friends, today, we are going to be dropping the hat on the rent to debt national collusion theme, and as well as we're going to be diving into a lot of hot politics that's right. We will be getting into the into the all of it, really. And so um, we're going to be talking about Colorado Governor signed psychedelic regulation bill into law. We're going to be getting into Minnesota officials seek marijuana license contracting to prepare for legalization as the governor prepares to sign the bill there. Um, excuse me, Minnesota. I think it's the Michigan person. It's Minnesota. And then, of course, bipartisan Ohio lawmakers are actually filing a marijuana legalization bill as activists are collecting signatures to get that on the bill. Meaning they will have no choice for real. So we put it on the bill, and then they don't have no choice for real. Breath testers are not a reliable indicator, according to new study, and and Nevada sports regulators say, we're sending a proposal to the governor's desk because we're not willing to punish players slash fighters in their expense um, in any way, shape, or form over the use of cannabis. So it's a good day for cannabis in America. It's a good day to be here at Two Birds and One Stoner. Thank you for checking us out. Don't forget to check out our mother station on Instagram. You can check us out right there at, of course, the at Anyway, check us out on Instagram, Wake the Letter in Bake America Radio on Instagram. Check out our website, Wake and Bake America Show, where you got all the antics of all of us great pot hosts, pot hosts, <laughs> I call us. Check out uh, Control Alt Against the Wall. That's Chuck and Dillinger. They are here on the radio station. Of course, Ruby and the Doobie. And of course, Blunt Football Talk, as well as Two Birds One live and in action right now. And more shows to come as the summer and spring roll on, baby, baby. So we are on top of it for you folks. Now, let's get to it. It's time to get to it. It's time to get to it. And it's time to get to it. 
But first, before we can get to it, don't forget to check out Sam's Creations because everybody loves great food creativity, right? That's right, you do. When you do, then you want to check out Sam's Creations because Sam is an award-winning creation cannabis chef. And that's right, so Sam will get you right. You gotta give her a call though at 719-283-1701. That's 719-283-1701. We are proud sponsors of Sam's Creations and her business. And we are proud to have her as part of our show. And of course, don't forget that when it comes to the hair, which I ain't got a lot of, let's be honest, the color, which I'm already pretty colorful. Uh, but no, your hair color, that is. Yeah, you need Jamie, that's right, from Rebel Hair Art at Studio One Salon. So stop by and see Jamie at Studio One Salon, 4709 North Academy Boulevard, or just give Jamie a call. It's a lot easier. Just give her a call. Schedule your appointment, 719-262-9011. That's 719-262-9011. Check out our girl Jamie at, at Jamie at Studio One Salon. So today, for today's news and for today's show, I want to get into some things that mean a lot to me. Cannabis News for One. It's going to switch pot for you. Sure. Like that was going to be different. <sighs> drink our medicated drink. We're going to dab our medicated pen. And I'm going to say a prayer. Thank you, Father Jesus. Please, doctor. All the great things that you do for us here at the show. Muhammad, Buddha, Allah, forever. Wanza, Merry fucking Christmas. Amen. I don't know what I just said, but I hope I represented everybody on the Land. No way I did. Uh, happy Hinduism, happy Sh- Shintoism, happy uh, uh, Tibetan Buddhism, um, the Chinese claim to the Dalai Lama's lie. <clears throat> this is why we're banned in China, because I can't keep my mouth shut about that one. So, but when we're not banned, come on, Samsung, show me some love. Kick me up in Korea, baby. Yay, yay. So, let's get to it. I want to talk to you guys about the rent to debt issue. And then I want to get into, of course, the, um, the, the, the cannabis news of the day. So let's get right started to that. And of course we should get some guests today. We should have some friends on the show and we're going to get right to it right after these commercial breaks. Okay. I'm just kidding. That's like my old show. That was like my old show. So anyway, but don't forget that while we dive into cannabis news we can't forget that the debt to income to rent cost is insane in this country i do love when people tell me oh i only pay like a thousand dollars a month on my mortgage i'm like you live in the middle of nowhere or you live in a state where the minimum wage is only 750 so great you pay less and you also can max income half what i can make too doing fucking nothing sitting at home so put that in your teapot and you know drink that there sally sue the the whiner i don't know i just i made that last part up i was was trying to be vindictive okay i'm not even good at being vindictive i'm good at naturally addictive instead of vindictive i guess i don't i don't even know if that's a thing I, i made that word up but so here's my complaint um i'm in the process of moving and I'm I'm just not right there ready to buy that house yet, to be honest with you. And so, but I am definitely in the process of moving. Um, I'm definitely um trying to find that 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 new uh temporary sweet little home for Big Pippin, Mr. Trey, right? I'm looking for that sweet little 
Sweet Caroline. Da, 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 da. I couldn't resist this one. So, um, but anyway, so I just wanted to tell y'all that when it comes to the debt to income issue in America, it is very frustrating because I just feel like in America, every time we finally work out these blood sucking vultures called corporate America, and we finally get them to pay us a little bit more, my rent seems to go up more than I can get the corporation to pay me more. And so I think I'm just at an impasse and I'm a bit frustrated. And so that's what brought me to come up with this idea for this show is I was looking for my own new place. And I was like, you know what? This is freaking get out of hand. I'm so sick of it. And the truth is, I think I'm just sick of seeing people struggle to get things better in their life. You know, I'm sick of seeing people, you know, trying to, trying to, trying to do right by the situation, right? Trying to help out, trying to show some love. You know, and, 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 and really trying to make that money to buy a house. And they can't because the debt to rent to income differential seems to keep going up and sometimes by more than you're getting in wages or wage increases. And that's very painful and that hurts. And it's hard to get by under those circumstances. I think it's insanely difficult to get by under those circumstances. And I think that how are you supposed to continue to buy a house? And so if your job is taking, and listen, I don't want to, you know, they always talk about, oh, oh, you know, if there was two of you in the home trying to, well, okay, that's fair, but <clears throat> what if it didn't work out? And what if I want to buy my own home? Okay. So now instead of saving money, instead of, you know, doing the things that I think that I think that will make my family's life better and make our income better. Instead of being able to do that, all I feel like I'm doing is just paying rent and paying more rent. And if I try to find a cheaper place, I have to put my family at risk to live in a lesser neighborhood at times, or I don't qualify for a cheaper place because they say I quote unquote make too much money. I don't understand the feeling of going broke to pay apartment rent. It's frustrating. It's it's gotten to that point, I think, in my heart and soul that it's painful at times, you know? And I just want to see everyone have a chance to own a home. I want to see everyone have that opportunity. I want to see everyone get their chickens, as I say, right? I want everybody to get their chicken scratches, right? And so it, it is frustrating to see, like, for instance, I make more money now. I've only made more money than I make now one other time in my life. Let me put it that way. And literally half of that was under the table selling weed, essentially illegally, right? And so I've never really made as much money off salary as I do now or, or as I do these days. And yet um, I have a smaller place. Groceries are outrageous. And you know, there's going to be the naysayers out there. They're going to come out and they're going to try to make this a political thing on my show. And they're going to leave comments saying it's a political thing. But I'm going to tell you that this isn't a political thing or a party thing. My groceries have went up and they've went up coincidentally in line, no matter with who was in charge of this country, politically speaking. So I blame everybody at the same time as blaming nobody. Corporate greed is the truth. Every time 
a state's minimum wage goes up, all of a sudden the rent magically goes up by a bunch. We're talking about you can move to the same property that a year ago was $200 cheaper a month. So I can guarantee you though that my wages haven't went up by $200 in a year ever unless I switch jobs. But so if I want to continue at the same company, you know, and continue to gain that what I would refer to as gratitude from the company and continue to gain the essential, um, the essential issue. If I continue to, to live this way, I've got to switch jobs. So now I'm not a worthy employable person because I'm constantly switching jobs to constantly try to make more money because the corporations that I work for aren't the ones paying me no money. They, it's kind of one of those things like it's cheaper to keep us. So they're, they're giving people that are coming in a year after you more money than you. And all of this, I mean, literally all of this continues to add to the rent to debt income issue that I am referring to constantly. And it's frustrating for me. It's frustrating for you. It's frustrating for, you know, everyone involved on the planet. And um, it's very frustrating and it's aggravating and it's annoying. And all we can do is just continue to try to live through this situation and find ways to get a second. Like I keep telling people, home ownership in America shouldn't require a second hustle. Whenever people just tell me, oh, just get a second job, it pisses me off. Two grown adults with jobs living together shouldn't need a second job to buy a house. And they're like, well, you should have made better choices when you were younger. But it wasn't bad choices is why. It was the fact that I was actually paying my fucking child support like I should have been. So now that monkey's off my back. And instead, the monkey that hopped right on is the cost of living in Colorado Springs, as an example, or the cost of living in Denver, the cost of living in Chicago. And people are like, well, move out to the country. Well, what if I want access to cool shit? I don't want to live too, I don't want to live hours away from anything fun. So if I didn't allude to that, I'm not country folk, that should tell you that. I'm also not city folk, y'all. I'm, I'm different. I'm, what I, I'm from a blended family of city and country folk. So I like both actually. I always make the joke that I listen to rap and country music. Because <laughs> I like both. You come, to my house, you come to my house, you'll hear me belting out Marvin Gaye, and then next thing you know, you'll be hearing me belting out Luke Combs. It's just who I am. I can't help that. But if I want to live close to cool shit and not be relegated to the to the desert or the or the mountains or out on the plains, that again, it's like saying you shouldn't have the choice to live where you want to live for a fair price. And instead you should, for, the, for a fair price, you should have to live outside of the city far away and then spend a bunch of gas money and go through that whole racket of, 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 of paying out my ass for mama to get to work because only one of us is, 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 is a work from home type of situation. You know, I can broadcast from the house when I need to and all that stuff. And so it just makes me frustrated for the, for the, for, for the whole crew, the whole the whole the whole shebang because at the end of the day i'm i'm not any different than any of you i just want to sit on my porch and watch that fucking tea brew i need a, a sun facing porch i'm not gonna lie but i want to sit on that porch and i want to i want to be able to 
watch that view, watch my tea brew, and not get just cremated for rent so that I can save up for the God-blessed home I want that's not out in the country because I like the country for doing some country shit. But I'll tell you that by the, by the, by the end of the weekend, I want to come back home to the city because I like the city for other reasons. And like I said, access, my grandchildren live in the city. And so my kids live in the city. And so I just want to be closer to that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But like I said, the rent to debt income collusion is that every time we get a broad base increase in the in the amount of income that a business pays you at the end of the day renters that own property will intentionally increase their rent sometimes they'll increase their rent so much that you'll move out and then they'll decrease it back down to a price you wouldn't have paid but price more than you had paid it's it's borderline collusion folks that's what it boils down to it's borderline colluding against the honest american who wants to save up and get that home and they can't unless they're willing to go live in a you know a dump with rats and roaches basically in order to be able to afford to save up for a house and that shouldn't be that way it's not right it's un-american as fuck when you can't afford to save up for a home it's un-american as fuck when someone says every time a raise increase comes along i'm gonna raise your rent i'll show you a secret my my income went up by uh, I like 45, 50 bucks a month, pathetic. And my rent went up by 60. So the debt to income at the end of the day for me per month, right? Let's break this down to pennies and dollars for the simple-minded folk and the simple folk like me that just want the simple answers and the truth. Let's break it down to this. The debt to income ratio for me in that example is simple and plain, isn't it? I mean, it doesn't take a damn genius. It's simple and plain. My income went up by a whole big old fat old, you know, 45, maybe 50 bucks. But I think even saying $50 is, you know, blah, 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 blah to me in that sense. Um, because at the end of the day, if my rent goes up by $60 and my a month, right, and my income goes up. By, or my rent, or sorry, my income goes up by uh, less than $50. My rent goes up by $60. My utilities have went up. Everything else keeps going up. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, can we not all agree that my debt to income income has actually went down? That's the most frustrating part of this. That's the truth of it all. And that's where we're gonna move on from this now is because we got to get into something else and we got a lot more stuff to get into. We got a lot more stuff to cover. So we are going to break away from that. But do you guys see the problem there? I'm broker than I was before. So now I'm left with the choice that now I have to waste whatever savings I have, which will inherently make me even more broke to go find a place that saves me the money. But will it save me, you know, enough money that I can, you know, save enough money to buy a house, you know, it's crazy to me. So that becomes the problem because I would move out to the country, but not for fucking rent, bro. Come on now, move out to the country to own. Now that's different, but I've rented out in the country and you go broke on gas. That's the goddamn truth. Ask me how I know. Cause I know. Hey, so 
In our next topic, it's time to break into the cannabis marijuana news. This smoke break brought to you by me. Mr. Trey, it's two birds, one stoner. Don't forget, send in your comments, info at Wake the Letter in Bake America Show if you're checking out the show. You can also follow us on Instagram. You can follow the radio station on Instagram, Wake the Letter in Bake America Radio on Instagram. You can check out all our videos. You can see what we look like if you're interested in wondering what, how, how creepy we look, okay? <laughs> Some of us look creepier than others. <laughs> that one's for you. But for real, let's get into our next subjects. We're going to break down the news. Let's go. It's news time here. Let's get into the cannabis news of it all. So, first up, we got psychedelics on the board. That's right. The Colorado governor is going to sign a bill that will sign psychedelics into regulation. It's a psychedelic regulation bill. It will become law. Um, Voters approved an initiative here in Colorado um, for legal psychedelic uh, psychedelics under voter approval. This is why you hear a lot of us talk about how we be just smashing shrooms and shit because it's legal here. We can smash shrooms without the fear of prosecution. But as per most governments, the Democrat Governor Jared Polis is going to cite a legislation that will now regulate shrooms under law as opposed to a wild, wild west the wild wild west so overall as most of my listeners would like to know what does this bill entail well this bill uh regulates um the for the psychedelics legalization law and it will regulate what voters passed as uh the lawful use of psychedelics it will um it will uh uh, uh the the, the, the bill will largely focus on the rules for using the substance in licensed healing centers under the guidance of facilitators. The proposal has received mixed feedback from advocates and stakeholders in business. The ballot measure called for the creation of an advisory board to develop regulatory recommendations to inform more holistic legislation covering such as accesses as the process continues. The bill that was introduced says that it would uh it, it was passed last month um establishes sort of the rules so like for instance when we passed cannabis in 2012 they had like you know three months to come up with the rules or what are like like a month to really we already had the rules to play with they had like some time to come up with the rules and then the real regulation started hitting us pretty hard in 2013. um i will tell you that i am someone who um believes in psychedelic use in the privacy of your own home um, or in the privacy of the woods. (laughs) Um, This legislation would establish policies for healing centers, okay? Healing centers would consist of somewhere where adults 21 and older would be able to receive psychedelic treatment. It is going to tighten up the rules on cultivation and facilitators. It would create licensing requirements and dictates state agency regulatory responsibilities and it would impose penalties for unsanctioned activities the question would be of course what about possession because let's be honest that's what people want to know is what about possession well the bill maintains 
the voter-approved ballot measure policy placing no limits on personal possession of psilocybin. Ibogaine mycelicin, which is not derived from peyote. Uh, no limits on DMT and psilocybin by adults 21 and older, which I'm very interested in obtaining DMT now. Um, as I've tried it illegally, I would like to do it legally now. Now, public consumption of psychedelics underage, or sorry, public consumption of psychedelics and underage consumption use will be punishable by a $100 fine. Adults can only cultivate natural psychedelics and that actively will need to be at a private residence in an enclosed space that could not exceed a 12 by 12 foot area unless within a locally a locality that enacts a policy allowing for larger growth cultivating beyond prescription prescribed limits will be punishable by a thousand dollar fine there will be a pathway for record sealing for people with prior convictions related to psychedelic related activities that have been made legal a new division of natural medicine under the Department of Revenue would play the central role in regulating psilocybin. Full stop. Full stop, baby. Yes. So, um, my experience with DMT was absolutely fascinating. I, um, I saw, okay, so I don't know why. And before I understood how tribal I really was, just so you know, I saw like what looked like as described by the ancient Mayans, Cocoelzu, um, also known as to the Aztecs as Cocopelli, as known to the North American Plains Indians as, as Cocopelli as well. Um, I saw what would be described as that. I saw step pyramids that looked very Mayan, not Egyptian. Um, and then I saw like, oh, it's just so crazy. Like, oh my God, it was so cool. I want to go back. Uh, whatever there was, I want to go back there. I felt at peace. I felt at home, like I belonged. Something else, man. It was something else, man. It was freaking awesome. I'll tell you that. It was something else. In other psychedelic news, a in other, or not in, I mean, not in psychedelic news, but in other news, in other news, it is... Grounds for celebration, my people. Minnesota officials, that's right. Eh? Minnesota officials, don't you know, have prepared and are seeking licensed contractors as they are preparing for their big legal push. If you took part in our um, in my blunt football talk show today, Chris Watkins had brought it up uh, as he was a guest on that show. And um, I'm actually surprised that he's not a guest on this show, but you know, the man has a life. He probably had stuff to do. But um, the, you know, Chris Watkins, you know, I'm really proud of him, very proud of him because he himself has, you know, brought up that Minnesota is, has, you know, of course, gone for a legalization event. And I feel like it's like we're talking about like a solar event or like an eclipse or like a, like a comet or something going by, you know, once in a lifetime. Minnesota, once in a lifetime! Cultivates cannabis! But so check it out. So um, Minnesota officials, officials that is, are now soliciting vendors to help out and build 
up their their regulatory um, recreational um, businesses, and um, so they're seeking this these people, this information, the assistance, whatever you want to call it, before the governor has officially even signed the bill into play, which is good though. See, I feel like you want to have everything ready to go. You want to have everything on deck. You want to have people there. You want to have, um, you want to have reporters. You want to sound the bells, you know, ring the bells, uh, whistles. I mean, whatever. And I was playing, but anyway, so Tim Waltz, a Democrat governor from Minnesota uh, said over the weekend that he will sign the marijuana legalization into law at a big old ceremony after Memorial Day next week. So be prepared for that after we celebrate the men and women who have given their lives for this country in real time, guys, for, so that y'all know that y'all might not hear this show until the summer, but in real time, we're celebrating Memorial Day this weekend and the governor will sign this. So you will, you will hear this show after this bill is signed, which is awesome. So congratulations to Minnesota. Um, I could not be more happier for you. I could not be more excited for you as Colorado, where we did it first for recreational. I just cannot be more happy for you folks out there. Um, it looks like retail sales. So check this out. Um, it is estimated that um, they are saying that they expect to start the processing license applications in May of next year. That's 2024. And then retail sales are anticipated to begin on January 1st, 2025. Although in Minnesota, y'all better have like a lobby, some like heated tents or something for January 1st opening. You know what I'm saying? You might want to do a re-grand re opening in the summer when it's nice out. I mean, you Minnesota people know your blood a little thicker than most folks. So good for you. Good for you. I will not be there for that reason that I am not going to freeze to go cover wheat. No, I'm just playing. If you pay for me to come there and you get a sponsor to pay for me to come there, I'm there. True story. I'll have to buy some snow boots, though. Uh, different ones than what I got for here. <laughs> um, so, um, Minnesota will become the 23rd state in the nation to legalize cannabis, which is amazing. Because what this does is this inches us more... <coughs> to whereby November's election of 2024, we could really be looking at potentially up to half of the country states now having a legal recreational cannabis industry in those states. It's amazing what you can get done when you switch the government around a little bit and shake it up. For those states that don't have legal weed, just look at your government and go, whatever's there needs to be the opposite or different. Because who's there is not fixing the problem for you honest answer i mean let's be real so we're gonna bypass this one like the highways bypass the country folk in america god damn you cars got me all about that car stuff now on to the next story so in ohio bipartisan lawmakers are filing a new legalization bill to try to get it passed so that they don't even have to worry about getting this on the ballot in November. However, the there are uh, pro-cannabis supporters that right now are out campaigning and getting signatures for to get the initiative on the Ohio ballot this fall. So, representatives Jamie Callender, a Republican, and Casey uh, Weinstein, a Democrat, have introduced the Ohio Adult Use Act or, oh, I, I tried, 
This is why they call it the whole name. <laughs> you can't do it that one. I tried. Which will give adults 21 and older the right to purchase and possess up to 50 grams of cannabis, cultivate up to six plants, only three of which could be mature at one time for personal use. This would also allow for the process and cultivation convictions on their records would be able to, to be able to petition for expungement of any possession or uh, for certain possession, marijuana possession and cultivation convictions on the record. I would assume that they probably have to be under the legal limit of what the new law would state. Marijuana products would be subject to a 10% tax revenue. With that revenue, they would embark on K through 12 public education localities and permit dispensaries to operate in those areas. Uh, substance misuse treatment is where some of those taxes would go and law enforcement efforts to combat the illegal drug trafficking in the state's general fund. Boom. I can agree with this, Ohio. This is a good measure. Um, it says, uh, uh, so Weinstein, um, I wanna, I'm going to pull a, qu- a quote out of Marijuana Movement you know I love that outlet. They are a great outlet, guys. Check them out. Um, subscribe, uh, donate, whatever you can do to help um, Marijuana Movement. I do not work for them, but I do definitely enjoy their content. And quite often, we'll maybe use a story that they put out as a basis for a conversation with you guys, like today. They said, we are really at risk of Ohio falling behind. I'd urge Ohio... I argue Ohio has our... Sorry, because it's a quote I want to get it right. So, quote... We really, we're really at risk of Ohio falling behind. I'd argue Ohio has already fallen behind our neighboring states. And frankly, where the public is on this issue. Sorry. um, It's not a political issue. The public is just there. It's time for us to move forward. That was, of course, Weinstein, the Democrat. Um, And then, of course... You know, I, and and Casey, I, I, you know, like I said, I can agree with Republicans on a lot of things, believe it or not. You know, it's just one certain guy, never going to happen. Get over it. Um, it's like asking my sister to like an abusive boyfriend. Never going to happen. Fuck that guy. But I will tell you that um, other Republicans, I can agree with you folks. And uh, I'm, 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 I'm an independent, by the way. I, I agree with Democrats, too, on a lot of stuff. Pot's one of them. Psychedelic drugs is another one. The choosing of my medication is another one. Um, but I can agree with Republicans in Ohio who've put together a great measure that I think that they could get the job done before the public. And honestly, why would that be a bad thing if Ohio gets the job done before the public? Let's be honest. Don't forget that you can have your comments read on the show right here. Info at wake the letter in bake America show.com. Or you can follow us on our Instagram account. That's at wake the letter in bake America radio. Um, and that's of course, uh, that's for, uh, wake the letter in bake America show as well. That's our parent radio station. I'm Mr. Trey. This is of course, two birds and one stoner. And I just wanted to give you guys a little bit more before we get into our next subject that, you know, Ohio, what an opportunity here. What a great time. I mean, honestly, what a great time to be covering cannabis news when we have Ohio on the verge of going legal wreck. We have Minnesota about to become the 23rd state with legal wreck. And we are almost halfway there when it comes to legal. <laughs> but y'all know what I mean. We are halfway there. Oh, man. Uh, that's, you know, that's, that's one tweet or comment I can never get back. 
that's it. I can't fix it. <laughs> so um, let's go to our next story here, if we can, please. So breath testing. So you guys know that I've been covering breath testing ever since my cousin, who I'm not going to time her out and say her name if you don't remember her name, which one it is. It's one of my favorite cousins. So I'm not going to just time her out. But y'all remember I had a cousin who got a Dewey, right? A DUI driving under the influence after having two glasses of wine and getting pulled over down the street uh, in between her bar and the house, which is just shitty because I don't think that she was literally drunk, but I think that she may have literally drove just a little too soon after having them drinks. At least that's the way I understood the story when I was high. Could be getting it wrong, but you know, hey, I'm Trey. I get away with these things for that reason. I mean, if a guy gets the story a little wrong, but the point of the story is right, is he really just a guy or is he a jerk? I mean, I don't know. I think he's just a guy. So at the end of the day, I love you people. I love what we get to do here. And so I just want to say that breath testing, when she got the DUI, I started looking into marijuana breath testing. And I was all for this, by the way, a breathalyzer that could tell if you were high. I was all for it because I felt like at this day and age that if, if something, if you've got, if, if it can tell that you're high at that moment and that you are incapable of functioning of vehicular device, I thought that was fair, right? Call me crazy, right? Call me a little nutso. Call me, you know, a little fun, but hey, I thought it was okay. Um, in that sense, I thought it was okay. I really said, hey, you know, I mean, I guess what would be the problem of, um, you know, what would be the problem of a little bit of that good old fashioned, um, goody, goody, good, yum. Life of food and cannabis. Sorry, guys. Uh, per usual, dealing with something stupid, as always. Um, anyway, so at the end of the day, though, I think that I thought, I should say, I thought that if you could develop a breathalyzer, it somehow could tell that I was stoned. Um, you know, I, and to, or not necessarily stoned, but too impaired to... Um, operate a vehicle, I was okay with that. I was like, okay, man, that's cool. It is what it is. But after reading some of the news, the cannabis news of the day and of the weekend of the month and of the summer, what I've been able to figure out is, is that breath testing is not a reliable indicator of recent marijuana use. And this was done by a federal back study because the federal government wanted to find another way to throw your ass in jail if they could prove that you were fucked up and it never worked. I salute to that. <laughs> That's what I say to that. Because now I'm not on the side of the breathalyzer. Because if it can't, you know, an alcohol breathalyzer is, uh, it's, it's significantly accurate. The amount of cases that are overturned for inaccuracy of it is almost slim to none. If, if any at best. So keep that in mind. So, um, well, there are some, but at most times it's pretty accurate. So uh, as long as they're being calibrated and all that stuff, they're pretty accurate from my studies and what I was able to find out. Now, moving on to the last story. And then we got to get out of here for the day, folks, and get out of here to the next show, they say. 
and that's this. Nevada sports regulators send a proposal to stop penalizing fighters over marijuana. Uh, so basically, they came up, Nevada sports regulators came up with a process or a bylaw or a change to the rules, if you would, of sports gambling and sports fighting. Woo! That's a good way in Vegas. Let me get that steam over here. But anyway, so they've got that. And so these sports regulators are saying that marijuana use should not be penalized in fighting. And so the state, the Nevada State Athletic Commission, also known as the NSAC, met on Tuesday and considered a proposal change uh, that would codify a policy that it was informally instituted in 2021 that basically said that they were no longer going to punish members of the Nevada State Athletic Commission for testing positive for cannabis, which would include a lot of the fighters that, you know, post and take fights uh, up in, in the leagues. And here's the thing is you look at the you look at the uh, UFC, they're not willing to penalize fighters for cannabis use. And in most cases, it's preventing fighters from using things like opioids. And it seems to be a pretty good thing. I think keeping people off of the way more consequential and way more addictive opioid is better than not. And if you think different, fine, but I think you're an asshat, okay? And that's how I roll, baby, because I'm Mr. Trey from Two Birds and One Stone. And I just want to tell you guys that while sometimes I can't agree with the asshatness of it all, the ass, the asshatness of it all is what I'll say. I will tell you that anything that's going to keep athletes off of the hard drugs, I'm with it, right? I mean, how could you not be? And so I will bid you this as we continue this beautiful summer and this beautiful new start to a beautiful new show, Two Birds and One Stoner with Mr. Trey, where we just kill off, you know, topics and issues and, and we have a lot of fun and we, we try to make it a great time for our friends. But be sensible. Be somebody we can talk to. We're bringing Chris in. When did you get here? Yeah, just a little bit ago. Well, hell, you could have unmuted yourself and interrupted me while I was on my soapbox, bro. <laughs> it's all good. What did you think of my stories I covered? Oh, absolutely. To the point, man. That boxing one is great because how are you punishing, like, fighters for cannabis use in a league that's not punishing fighters for cannabis use? Right, for sure, because... I mean, it's great to see all these sports start to back away from cannabis uh, users uh, and penalizing them for it, you know? It, like you're saying, it, I would rather see someone smoke some weed or do some edibles than do crack or coke or speed or meth or, you know? Like, I'm just playing. <laughs> that was a joke. I was kidding. I haven't been smoking crack, I promise. Did I lose you? No, I'm here. Oh, I thought you were upset with me. <laughs> How could I be oh. upset with you? I know. I love you too, man. I love you and your family. I wish you blessings on blessings on blessings. Um, I think probably the most fundamental two that I enjoyed covering before you got here was the Minnesota governor. Um, I know this show won't air until um, until the middle of the summer. Literally, it's going to air at like the end of June, beginning of July time frame, right? And so I don't know exactly when it's going to end, but if it, I think it's going to air actually around the 4th of July. So I think it's a, it's a great 4th of July celebration. It's a great moment to just bring that up and say, Hey, Hey buddy, this is awesome. 
we got Minnesota signing it into law. 23rd state, right? 23rd. Ohio has got legislation that's going to be going on the vote here. And on top of that, Ohio also uh, will be adding not only uh, legislation on the books that's going to help with that, right? But then on top of adding legislation on the books, if that, if all, you know, the old adage, if all else fails, right? Even if all else fails, all I can tell you is, hey, little senorita, your voters got your back, buddy. And that's the truth because they're out getting signatures right now to have the initiative put on the ballot, full stop there. Hit those hearts for that one. Um, full stop for that though, is what I'm saying is, is they are out there with the ballot initiative, um, right now gaining signatures, trying to get people, you know, to, to, to sign off on this in the state. And, you know, the greatest part about that is, is, is that you have to really look at that and just say, hip hip hooray, huzzah, huzzah, because at this point they are doing it. These guys are, listen, this is brilliant. I said a quote before you got here from some Ohio state representatives, right? Um, uh, From the, at the, at the state level, right? That said that we are at risk. He said, we are at risk of falling behind. No, I'd argue that we are falling. We've already fell behind um, because they're neighboring states like Illinois um, and neighboring states like Michigan, um, neighboring states like um, that have, have, have been kind of ahead of you guys, ahead of them on the forefront, Minnesota again. Um, you can even go, um, don't don't look at Kentucky. I mean, I'm sorry, folks, but anyway. We need um, to get Indiana on deck. Pennsylvania's on deck, I think, medically, if I remember right. Um, Indiana's a tough sell. It's uh, Indiana, I, I, dude, I call Indiana the Mississippi of the North. PA actually has medical. Yeah, uh, maybe it's recreational they're still working on. Yep. But what we're seeing is, is, is that with Ohio and the next state, probably in 2024, that'll pass this measure, which I think it'll be Oklahoma. Once they realize that all they did was vote to keep people in jail and send people to jail over weed, I think Oklahoma changes its tune rapidly on that one, right? So I think Oklahoma throws this back on the ballot in 2026 and it passes, okay? You know, um, so I, I think all our states need to recognize that this is a, a failure in the fight against cannabis uh and you know there's there just needs to be reform all the way across the board you know how can you deny the taxes that that we're getting that colorado is a is a is a child staple mark uh, the, the 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 epitome of what the hell can really be done with the amount of revenue that's generated it's all I, i'm really glad that mayor slithers is out mayor slithers you know we have a new mayor yemi seems a little bit more progressive minded um hoping that he'll open the door for pot um we already have a few city council members that are in in on the in on it you know willing to vote for uh for 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 rec um, the voters, I think, only denied it because the person running the campaign against it was somebody who was against it. Right. And that was the mayor who was running, helping run that campaign against it. So I think talking about the military base is going to leave. Are you fucking kidding me? They're not up and leaving with four military bases over weed. And you want to know how I know they won't? California. Well, and look at look at all the money they spent over the decades and hundreds of years for being there. The truth is, as long as your soldiers aren't high on deployment and all you have to do is just make sure that they don't deploy 
to anywhere they're going to be fighting in combat within 24 hours, and they're not going to be high. Right. So the truth is, is I think we need to remove the federal ban on 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 military personnel anyway. Um, quite frankly, if you aren't getting high at lunch, just like if you aren't drinking at lunch, if you aren't getting high in the morning, you can't tell me that my soldiers aren't steadfast ready because I see motherfuckers snorting cocaine in, in club bathrooms that just showed me their military ID. Right. Because it's Friday night and that shit's gone by Tuesday and they ain't got to show up on Monday. It's a holiday weekend. Right. Yeah, that shit out. That's a real thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. And There's coke no doubt about like, that. But <laughs> on Thursday or Friday night, and then spending the weekend recovering—that's like a military tradition. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> the ups don't want to hear that, and people probably don't want me saying that, but it's true. Right. I mean, you know how it goes. It doesn't make it any less true just because Trey said it and nobody else wanted to say it. But look, I'll tell you the truth, buddy. Before I get out of here, I'm actually not against people using cocaine or amphetamines if you want to ruin your life that should be your choice your body is your domain i think that if you're the police you should be going after the dealers not the users um i think that if you're dealing to use then you've gotten in that dirty cycle where you might end up in jail um you better hope you deal like i did oh that's all i'm saying (laughs) there's a reason old grandpa can go out hunting still it's because he took a plea deal out of no felonies as long as he did what they said we <laughs> did what they said you know hey listen sometimes you get me in the triangle fucking uh arm bar and uh you know hey i'll tap out it is what it is you know <laughs> even an old dog learns or even a, a young a young dumb cub and an old dog knows when to just say fuck it i've lost okay right. <laughs> chris um, you've made this summer fun already because everybody's, it's going to sound like we were together every week, but I'll just oh, tell good. you, you've made my summer vacation, which won't be as long as these shows air. Unfortunately, I wish <laughs> uh, it was all paid like this is right. But you have made uh, doing radio shows over my summer vacation for my techie job. Really fun. And I just want to say thank you as these shows will air around the 4th of July. I just want to say, you know, God bless America, man. Um, I've I've had my gripes with this country over the last five or six years. I'm not going to lie. Everybody knows it. Um, and uh, or over the last decade on air, actually, I've had my gripes. But I've always been a champion. I don't know if you hear the churchy type music, but this is great. <laughs> I've been a champion for, you know, um, the issues in America and why we aren't always going to agree. You know, hey, listen, guys. For there to be a democracy, I'll tell you a secret. This is why people say, we need to get rid of everybody who thinks different than them and kick them out of the country so everybody will think the same. Let me tell you a secret, guys. It's 4th of July weekend. That's about when this should air. It's right around then. Right after. I just want to say, and remember that you can't have a democracy if you don't have at least two sides or more. And honestly, I think there's more sides than two. I think that we just all jump on whatever bandwagon fits our biggest feelings that year or whatever person seems like a less of a cocksucker. I had somebody tell me the other day, I've been a Democrat my whole life, but I hated Hillary Clinton so much, I voted for Donald Trump. And then the second time I voted for the the Libertarian because I couldn't vote for Joe or Trump. (laughs) 
Yeah, I you just, know, I hope every everybody has a great holiday weekend. Yeah, you know, yeah, love your neighbor. Cool. Have a good time. Hey, it's Be funny. Peaceful. At the time of this show, we're going into Memorial Day weekend, and then at the time it's airing, it'll be Fourth of July weekend. And by the time somebody probably hears it, it'll be Labor Day weekend. It's <laughs> <laughs> kidding, but I did want to say that Chris, continue on. I'm sorry, but I just want to point that out that this is also a real holiday weekend for us, and also we're going into a holiday weekend uh, when this airs or coming out of one. So. Um, please continue on with your lovey-doveys because I love it. Oh, yeah, for sure, bro. Well, keep saying that. I always love doing the show with you. Well, you didn't have to send me, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, flattery will get you somewhere with me, Chris. You know this. You've been here long <laughs> enough. <laughs> I, I have been here long enough. You have been here so long that I cannot tell you, honestly, while we're, while we're going into a holiday, coming out of a holiday type of weekend so scenario here, um, you know, well, it's, you know, the, the, the sacrifices people make and the birth of a nation and the idea that, you know, a lot of people are like, our forefathers weren't about taxes. I was like, oh, no, they were. It just weren't about them if they didn't have honest representation in Congress. Or then it was the uh, lower uh, parliamentary, lower parliamentary house of, 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 of commons in England at the time, right? People forget the true history, and you know me being the guy that was willing to go study it as a, as as, as and and use it as a career, you know, and even at one point as a, uh, the the political analyst at the, at a whole station, I had there was nobody at any station I worked at that had their hands deeper in politics or knew more than in politics at the local, the state, and the national level than me, and that's not a brag. It's just that's the level of dedication I have to just getting the answers right. I'm going to tell you my opinion. And that's what I wanted to say was when we're talking about the, like Memorial Day weekend, the sacrifices all the men and women of this country made. And, and, and not, you know, I'm not talking about just going and serving somewhere or, you know, losing, you know, body parts and all this other crazy stuff that really does happen to poor sons of bitches out there, right? I'm talking about the people that lost their life on the battlefield. Don't forget them because it's easy for them to be forgotten. It's easy because my uncle Johnny served in Vietnam. And now that I'm 70 years old, um, grown adult, no, you know, my kids don't even remember Uncle Johnny because they were born 10 years after he died in Vietnam in 70, in 85, right? You know, stuff like that. So, you know, ask your family, you know, if you're a young buck out there, you know, if like, I know the heroes in my family. I have a picture of my grandfather in his military getup hanging up in my house in the entryway. You cannot ask my grandfather you cannot come in my house without passing the MP, the cop of the family. You know what I mean? On my, at least in my line. Right. I, got yeah. a, I got another uncle that was a cop out east, you know. Um, and uh, that's my favorite cousin, Kelly, who actually, um, her and I were roommates out in Florida. And it's, yeah, okay, so have you ever seen those, those Boston um, Sam Adams commercials where it's like, oh, yeah. It's like, your, favorite your favorite cousin from Boston. I always think of Kelly every time I see those commercials. <laughs> she's my favorite cousin from Boston. <laughs> and we're real like Bam Bam cousins. Her mom and my grandmother are sisters. She's my second cousin. And we're like, oh, that's my buddy, man. That's my home dog. No lie. She's cool as shit, dude. Um, but anyway, so I just wanted to tell everybody, have a safe weekend, especially if you live somewhere where you can have the, the fun and the joy of shooting off fireworks and being an asshat and having fun. I know I go out. I try to go either out to my family's house out in the county 
or I, which I, which is like uh, down in like Whitefield and the un- un- unincorporated municipals because we have like firework battles out there, you know? Yeah. Up to the south side where the police don't give a shit anyway. And right. it's not shooting off guns. The police do not give a shit. And we be having, uh, so there's like an old cola sack behind a house I used to live at, right? And my ex-in-laws still live there in that house, right? And so every year for like going back 20 years now, 20 some odd years, I don't, however old my kids are going back that long, right? Um, I've been going there even after me and my ex separated, it's been over 10 years now, right? I still go back there, you know? And we do for them. They're just good people, man. They're good people. Even if my ex is being a total threat, her family's good people, man. And I go back there. We we just have like firework battles with the cola sack behind. That basically the cola sacks houses, uh, half the cola sacks houses face uh, their the back of their house, you know. Yeah. Uh, the back of their houses face the back of each other's, you know. So we just be shooting them off towards the, their way, and ours theirs come up towards ours, and everyone just has a blast, bro. It's so much fun, and like nobody be calling the police and snitching because Mama lives on a horseshoe, and then there's a cola sack that feeds into the middle of the horseshoe, right? If you can imagine that. So it's like a cool little nestled area where it don't matter what side the police come down, they're gonna get to somebody else's houses before Mama's. <laughs> right. It's gonna be in the cola sack. So anyway, guys, just remember practice save fun pyrotechnics because let me tell you trey deasy's about the show i'm about that show i'm all about that fireworks show don't get it twisted i'll be out there with my little punk starter and i'll be get, i'll be telling the kids we finna light off some big shit i get fired up usually right. i either buy from or give somebody some money who goes up to wyoming i think i might go up this year if my moving expenses aren't too much because i should know them before i go you know what? It's not going to happen. I might as well just wait till next year. She's never going to happen. <laughs> right? You know, yeah, I can't wait till next year. I'm saying, you said that last year, and then you said we had to move, so now I can't. And right. Well, everybody have a safe and happy holiday weekend. Which one? You, you do one thing, stop and thank a man or a woman in uniform. Actually, I live in a town with an abundance of that, and, and I think you should definitely do that. Thanks for bringing that up, Chris. That brings up a good point. Let's get out of here, guys. Thank you for everyone, whether you're checking this show out the day it was recorded, the day after it was recorded, 100 years after it's recorded. I don't know how that works. In the archives of the Millennial Falcon. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Make sure that you give us a like, thumbs up, even if we've been you know, extinct for 200,000 years. Godspeed. For two birds and one stoner with me, Mr. Trey. That feel good show to get you going. We're not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. You see, I got all my game from the streets of California. I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what we smoke me. Just having fun. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. Dude. You could ask yourself an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? His gift is a curse. Forget the earth. He's got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid. Maybe we can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing. I know I was meant to do this, and no one's going to argue that. He said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Successful.